Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be continuing our discussion on the characters in Proverbs, and we're going to be talking about the arrogant. All right, well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, It's good to be Good to be doing this again. We have uh, we've got an interesting one. You know, we we've talked about the humble before, mm-hmm. and, and and we've talked about the easily tempted, and we've talked about the scoffer, and and so this discussion on the arrogant is going to be similar in some vein to some of the things that we've talked about, but uh, but really we're focusing on the the the, the attitude. Of the mm-hmm. arrogant person, I think, and, and yeah. what makes someone arrogant, really what even arrogant means. Yeah, it's it's like the flip side of the humble is yeah. what we're looking at today. Yeah. And so the the you know, the an arrogant person, right? An arrogant person is someone who has I looked it up says an offensive attitude oh, of superiority. So it's not even so much huh. of like you you just think you're better, it's you think you're better so much that you're like you're shoving it in people's faces. Like it's it's, it's yeah. an offensive attitude of superiority, and the other is uh, disposed to exaggerating one's own worth. So this idea of of having a a higher opinion of yourself than you ought to, right? Yeah. And 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 we we definitely see that a higher opinion of yourself yes. as well as your work, right? Yep, your work, yeah. your worth, your abilities, your talents, your yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. You just you think you're you think you're the bee's knees, <laughs> and um and and man we we find all the time you know we, we and we talked about this with the humble we'll we'll go ahead and mention it now but but James chapter four verse six yeah says talking about you know God he says he gives more grace therefore it says God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble okay so God opposes the proud that's that's what we got to focus on right yeah yeah because we already talked about giving grace to the humble God favors yeah. those who are humble in nature yes. um but, but, but that word oppose like, that's a strong word yeah it sticks out there doesn't it it does and when you when you think about that you know I I really I think of another verse that goes right along with that which is from Romans 831 if God is for us mm-hmm. who can stand against us? Well, okay. So what that means, at least the way that I'm perceiving this in my head, right, is you've got you've got two sides. You've got there, there's a there is a war. There's a battle being raged, mm-hmm. right? And and within this war, you've got our own personal desires, and then you've got the will of God, right? So you've mm-hmm. got mankind's will and God's will, and one of those is going to win. Yeah, right. One of them has to win because yeah. they are opposed to one another. Uh, and and you know, I I just gave a sermon uh, from Romans chapter eight. Uh, from the first 17 verses, and you know, it's talking about this idea that that we ourselves have a responsibility to follow after God's will, and that we have to be found in Christ, and that everything that we do, everything that we are, has to be in Christ. And it verse uh, in verse seven it says, "The mind that is set on flesh is hostile to God. Hmm. It's hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it." cannot. Those yeah. who are in the flesh cannot please God. And so there, there's this very clear dichotomy of serving oneself and serving God. Yeah. And the arrogant person, the arrogant person has an offensive attitude of superiority yeah. and believes that they are better than they are. Yeah. And, and, and as long as you are stuck in that 
situation, you cannot serve God. Correct. You know, I was trying to think of an analogy, and really the the only thing I come back to is just our relationships with uh, with one another and other people. And as long as an individual is is serving themselves. That the word cannot, it's, it's like it's impossible. You know, yes. that's, that's the way it, it seems, as though it's impossible to do something else. If yeah. you are uh, serving yourself, it's impossible to serve God or to serve someone else. Um, not that that person couldn't change. Correct. But while you are stuck in that prideful and arrogant state, yeah. um, then it is impossible to do to serve God. Yeah. If you were to to change and to serve God, obviously you're not stuck in that state anymore. To, to humble yourself. To humble yourself, yeah. yeah. And so, um, I don't know, I just think it's important to kind of make that clarification that yeah. um, that it's not impossible to change, but Correct. it is impossible to be arrogant and serve God at the same time. Yeah. So so I'll, I'll give a, an example because I, I remember this one pretty well. There was a, a guy when I played when I played tennis in college, mm-hmm. and he, he was a walk-on to to the team played up at Colin so walk onto the team and I mean he was an okay player he wasn't making the lineup he wasn't gonna play for like he was he was not good enough to play for the team yeah. right um you know he I think I at that point I was like line four he was like line 12 like yeah. he was there was a big difference between yeah. our level of play yeah this guy was he was slow he had a he had a decent serve yeah but that was about it like he didn't have much to his game yeah and this guy would go on bragging about how he was going to go pro one day, and and he was going to play against the professionals, and he was going to make money. And, and you know, I look at him, and I'm just like, you're like you're deluded. Like yeah. you you think so highly of yourself that you're you're just you're missing the reality of what's happening. Yeah. And I think so often we in in society we we don't see the reality of things. We see the uh, either idealistic nature or the the, the most pessimistic nature, yeah. right? And and either we think of we think the worst in others, right? Which which is that offensive attitude of superiority. I'm better than you, mm-hmm. right? You're just you're the worst kind of person. Or we think so highly of ourselves that everybody else can't possibly come up to our level. Yeah. And both of those are awful. Like both of those are terrible. And and this idea of being arrogant, it's it's a tough one. You know, growing up playing sports all my life. I was never the was never the best player. I was never the most athletic kid. Uh, I was never the the fastest or the strongest or any of that. I was always the shortest and smallest. But I was <laughs> I was never any of the the attributes, yeah. unless you're a jockey, that you want, yeah. right? And so when when I look back at at my own you know sports career, man, I had to fight and crawl and dig and scratch and earn everything that I had and. And I, I, if anything, I was the opposite of arrogant, not humble, but I was, I was so down on myself yeah. that I didn't see the reality. Yeah. Now I do want to make that distinction also. I, yeah. I said at the start that we're talking like the other side of the coin of humble. Yeah. But in reality, there is, there's, it's more like a dice. It's yes. not so much a, a coin where there's Correct. just two sides. Yeah. Humble and arrogant are obviously opposites, but there's there's more things <clears throat> to this discussion yeah. than I think a lot of people realize sometimes. Yeah. Like you said, that just because you are uh, humble in 
uh, in or not humble, but just because you are are trying to avoid arrogance doesn't necessarily mean that you you are humble. You could be struggling with self worth, and just because you are um, not struggling with self worth because uh, you're you know, you're, you're confident doesn't necessarily mean you're arrogant at the Correct. same time. Yeah. Um, and so th- there's, there's more parts to this than just it's a nuance. Yeah. There's more nuance than just a humble or arrogant. There's, yeah. there's so many types of, of things that, that people struggle with that people should be striving for. Um, so I guess really to, to boil it down, there's the side that is, you need to be humble yet confident yeah. and avoid arrogance and, and understand that you are worth something. It's yeah. not a just down on yourself. Correct. Yeah. Being being uh oh there's a uh, there, there's a quote and and I think it's something like, you know, uh, having courage is not the lack of fear. It's going forward in the face of fear, mm-hmm. right? So the idea then yeah. in re- in relation to humility and, and to arrogance is being confident is not you know, being so down on yourself or being, you know, thinking yourself so great that, uh, that, that you just tell everybody how great you are. Yeah. And, and being humble is not being down on yourself so much that you neglect to see what you're worth. It's, there's a middle ground there. Yeah. Right. There, and there really is. And, and so it, it's taken me, and I still struggle with it, man. I still struggle with self worth and, and feeling like I am worthwhile and that what I do is good or, or I contribute good things to people or, yeah. like, I still struggle with that. Uh, and, and it's not every day, and but I'm getting better. I'm getting more confident in, in who I am as a as a minister, as a preacher. And you know, oddly enough, I'm more confident in what my tennis game used to be than when I was when I had it. Yeah, which is really funny. Um, yeah. But but then there's the other side, which is that that idea of of, of confidence, kind of uh, bordering on arrogance. And, yeah. And at, at what point? How do, where do you draw the line? How do you draw the line? I've got a couple of proverbs. And, and I think I think you have a couple of things to say about mm-hmm. that, but yeah. um, we are talking about a character in Proverbs, so I feel like we ought to yeah. Let's flip mention on, a flip on over there. Couple of Proverbs. <laughs> um, so Proverbs eight thirteen <clears throat> says, "The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance, and the way of evil and perverted speech. I hate." And so all of these things are kind of lumped together. Now they're obviously slightly different. Each each one is, is slightly different, but they're all lumped together. And, and God, it says God hates arrogance. He opposes arrogance. And if again going back to that war, right? We I think we got sidetracked, but going back to that <laughs> war, if we're on the side of ourselves and we're not on the side of God, we're in opposition to God. We are we are facing off against God. It's like a tip off in basketball, or yeah. like a pitcher and a batter, or yeah. serving in tennis, or a quarterback and a whatever, right? <laughs> However, whatever sports analogy you want to use, whatever yeah. business analogy you want to use, we're against God. Yeah, and there is absolutely no way on God's green earth that we win. Yeah, because it's His. It's his earth. It's his world. He created it. He created us. We're not going to beat him. And then Proverbs sixteen eighteen. This this is used. This particular one, I think, is is probably one of the more commonly known ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on the translation, it might sound a little different. But pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. And that word haughty is actually a synonym for arrogant. Yeah. And so you'll see the word haughty throughout. H a u g h t y. Yes. Yeah. Not h o t t y. No. Yeah. Um, you'll see that all throughout the proverbs, right? That that haughty spirit. Um, and so, you know, the then you get 
just a few verses prior in Proverbs 16.5, everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured he will not go unpunished. Yeah. And so it, it boils down to that that heart, right? Like where where's your heart at? Exactly. And I and I yeah. think most all of our characters and Proverbs discussions have been about that. You know, where is your mind? Where is your heart? What what are you really trying to accomplish? Yeah. Uh, and that goes back to even what Jesus taught about, you know, wh- mm-hmm. where your treasure is, that's where your heart is going to be. Yeah. It's it's the things that you value. That's what you hold in your heart. Yeah. And um, and this discussion's the same way. What, what do you value the most? Do you value um, the Lord and the work that he has done in your life? Or do you value your own work yeah. in your life? And even with that discussion, it's it's so funny when we talk about that because none of us have done anything without the Lord's help. Correct. The the things that we think we have done and, and think we have accomplished, yeah. God gave us the ability to do that. Yeah. The things that, that we think like, hey, look at me, I can I can pull myself up by my own bootstraps type of thing. Yeah. The Lord is the one that, that that provided you with the the support from family, the support from friends, with the abilities to do whatever that that it is that you do. Yeah. Um, and so, even when we begin to to start the discussion about like like what do you value? Do you value the Lord and the things that He has done for you, or do you value your your own work and the things that you have done? What do you yeah. hold in your heart? Well, in reality, it's just a matter of understanding that God's bigger than me. Yeah. Um, you know, we sing this song with uh, the the little preschoolers. We, uh, here at Keller Church of Christ, we have a, a preschool um, uh, that we have uh, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-old uh, classes. And, and Chris and I have the, the privilege of going and, and doing chapel with them every yeah. Tuesday. It's a blast. Um, it's amazing. You know, we get to sing songs. You get to give a lesson to them yeah. and and kind of work our way through the Bible, hitting the 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 big stories, if you will, you know, like Abraham, yeah. Moses, Noah, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we sing one of this, these songs with them. My God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do for you. Yeah. That's something that even a kid can understand. Yeah. Like we wouldn't sing that song if that's not something that they can wrap their minds around. Yeah. That, that my God is big and there's nothing that God can't do for me. Yeah. Um, he's, omnipotent. Now that's something that they can't wrap their minds around, that no. word omnipotent being all powerful. Yeah. But they do understand that my God is bigger than any of the evils that this world has to offer. Yeah. My God is bigger than any of the problems that this world has to offer. My God is bigger than me. Yeah. And until we reach that understanding and until um, we are able to wrap our minds around that, then we're going to continue to struggle with yeah. the where is, is your heart is your heart in your own work or is your heart in god's work yeah and and this is also something that we never are going to arrive at yeah that's true too. right which i think when we when we talk about things like this that and it's it's just because it's all we know how to do the way we talk about it it's almost like well we wrap our mind around it and so we arrive well that that's not what we mean. That's yeah. not that's it's not, not the like case. I've accomplished correct yeah. yeah and so but but because because we are finite, yeah. right? Well, God is infinite, mm-hmm. right? There, 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 there's, there is no end to Him. He is everywhere. He is in every, every. Like he, I mean, it's, it's hard to fully grasp that, and we can understand it to a certain degree, and then maybe a year or so later, we, we understand that more now. Yeah, 
And so then the way that we are, we, we, we change more because of our knowledge and our gain and understanding. And, yeah. and throughout our lives, that should consistently be happening. Yeah. Well, and I was even going to go for a different angle mm-hmm. as far as you saying, you know, we, that's not for something that we arrive at. Yeah. Is because throughout your life, let's say as a child, you're able to understand God's bigger than I am. His work is greater than me. Yeah. What about as you get older and you start to accomplish more through God's blessings and, yeah. and, and, and his, um, the things that he has granted you yeah. and you begin to accomplish more in life? That almost starts to to dwindle sometimes. Like like it, it can go back and forth. It it can yeah. ebb and flow yeah. along life's journey. It does. Well, and you know, we we sing children's songs. Yeah. And these children's songs they're so simple, mm-hmm. and because of that, they're so powerful. Yeah. And I think we miss that a lot. You know, it's funny when you know Ben Little came and and, and he he spoke to us. He mentioned a children's song in his sermon. Mm-hmm. And the truth. Ben Little in, is our uh, missionary that we support down in South Africa. Yes, but yeah, keep going. And so he um, he, he he's, you know mentions this children's song, um, and and I forget which one it is now. I, I there's two in my mind, and I don't want to say the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> but but he mentions it, and and it the truth of those children's songs is so powerful because whenever you're trying to explain something to a child, if you explain it in in PhD terminology, they're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. And so you you have to explain it in in smaller more more simpler terms. Yeah. And if you can do that, then you you have an understanding. Which of it. is also really funny. Like just the idea that like we have to dumb things down for those who are younger and less knowledgeable. God did the exact same when he gave, oh, exact yeah. same thing when he gave us this word. Oh yeah. Like like for us to be able to even try to yeah. wrap our mind around understanding the Bible yeah. and the things that it contains it also includes the understanding that God has kind of like tried to put this on our level. <laughs> like, well, he's he's like, all knowing. Exactly. He's done the same thing for yeah. us that we try to do for a 2-year-old. Yes. Um and if that doesn't humble you, and if that doesn't pull you out of an arrogant attitude, I don't really know what will. Recognizing the superiority of God. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I've, I've got friends on Facebook I grew up going to, going to school with, you know, that they don't believe God exists. They don't believe God's real. They Maybe they believe in a different God or yeah. whatever, right? And that it, it all is sad to me. But the reality is, is there is one God. Mm-hmm. There's not multiple gods. There's not – there is one God. And either, and either we're wrong or we're right. Yeah. Like th- those are those are the two options that we've been given. Yeah. Like it's not a, it's not a black and white. Well, we're kind of partially right. Well, that there's no partial heaven, right? Yeah. Like it, either we're right or we're wrong. And and then to recognize that the God that I serve, the God that I love, it, it to compare anything to God is is futile. Yeah. Because he is so much bigger, so much greater, so much stronger, so much whatever than yeah. anything that we know on this on this earth, and it 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 is humbling. Yeah, and I think I think when we can impart the awesomeness of God to other people, it it's going to humble them. It's going to take that that arrogance and kind of nip it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but when people aren't willing to accept that, man, when people are just well, man, I'm. Like I'm the greatest. Yeah, I'm the goat, right? <laughs> greatest of all time. I'm. Nobody's better than me at X. Nobody's better than me at Y. Well, I mean, that's yeah. arrogance. Yeah, it's absolute arrogance. So I want to take us back to um, 
to Philippians chapter two. Let's do um, it. This is something that we talked about when we were talking about the humble, um, and you know, as we were preparing for this uh, discussion today, mm-hmm. um, I actually found it difficult to find some passages that we hadn't already discussed when <laughs> we were discussing uh, the humble, because where. Um, Humility is discussed, arrogance is discussed, where yes. arrogance is discussed, humility is discussed. And we covered a lot of passages when we were talking about the humble man. Yeah. Um, I think that was a month or two ago, if y'all want to look back and listen to that episode if you haven't caught it yet. Um, but here in Philippians chapter 2, um, around verse 2 and 3 is what I want to focus on, but let's start in verse 1 and, and read this. Um, it says, so if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. And here's how you do that. Here's how you achieve that unity. Yeah. You know, here, here's how you, you bring people together to have one mind. Verse number three, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. Yep. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. If we were to do anything from selfish ambition or conceit, that's a little tiny seed that is planted within the the body of Christ yeah. that's going to grow and is going to cause divisions. Right. That, that's why I think it's so important that he says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. Yeah. It's not even like a try to put that away. Yeah. Try to limit how often you're, you're conceited in the things that you say and the things that you do and your actions. Um, it's you, you've got to, to put this away. Yeah. That this is, er, this arrogance has, has got to be killed. It, yeah. It's got to, to it's die, got to be put to death. To die with your old self, yeah. right? Um, because we know it can cause divisions. Yeah. Well, and there, there's a you know one bad apple mm-hmm. ruins a bunch. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And and when you when you look at people's lives and you look at the journey that people take, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Dylan, you and I didn't get where we are today because yesterday we made a decision. Yeah. We made a decision years ago. Yeah. And we've been making that same decision. Every day up until today, and we're going to make the same decision tomorrow and the next day, and so on and so forth. Yeah. But but the way that we grow is by consistently making those decisions. And so someone who someone who struggles with arrogance, the chances that they are able to get rid of arrogance by tomorrow, end of business day tomorrow, it's it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take energy. And so for those of you who might be struggling with arrogance or, or uh, any sort of a prideful thing, work on it. Yeah. Don't expect for it to go away immediately. Give yourself some grace. God yeah. has given you grace. Give yourself some grace, but work on it. We, we can't be content with living as we are, right? Yeah. God is not going to accept us as we are. We have to work on ourselves. We have to humble ourselves and become more like his, his son. That's what God has called us to do, yeah. to be perfect as, as Jesus is perfect. And so if we're not perfect, well, we ought to be striving to be perfect. Yep. And so the, this, this idea that you know God loves you just the way you are, well, yes, God does love you, but it doesn't mean he wants you to stay the way you are. Yep. And, and, and there's the big difference, right? And so it's that, uh, that phrase that I always love to hear when – um, 
people talk about how God loves you the way you are, you know, they'll, they'll reference Jesus eight and, um, and, uh, like spent time with yeah. tax collectors and, and sinners and prostitutes and stuff. But the thing that we always miss or folks that, that try to use that as an example always Why miss spend time with him? is, well, <laughs> they, when he left, yeah. they were no longer sinners. Yeah. When, when he, he came to them, yeah, they were in a place that they needed help. Yeah. But when he left, they were they working on their lives. Had changed, yeah, yeah, they had changed. They, they were working to yeah. be like that man. Yeah, like Zacchaeus. Yeah. Right? Zacchaeus, yeah, exactly. wee little man, right? Yep. Zacchaeus had, had stolen, and, and by the time Jesus leaves, you know, he says, man, I, I give, if, if I've stolen from anybody. So again, he's still, work, give, he's still working on it. He says, yeah. if I've stolen. Well, of course he's stolen. Yeah. Of course he's taken, but he says, if, right? So there's, there's still that, I've got to, I've got to work on myself, right? Yeah. But, but he says, if I've, if I've taken anything, I restore it fourfold. Yeah. And so there's this idea of, it, it's, his mind is starting to change, right? Romans 12, 1 and 2, right? He's, he's starting to be transformed by the renewal of his mind. Yep. And and so we we have to do that daily. We yeah. can't just think we've arrived. Yeah. Because if we think we've arrived, we have oh, we're further than we thought we were. Yeah. And uh and and so anyway, I I think that you know, arrogance is is one of those things that is very potentially very very dangerous. Um and uh and and I think as long as we are striving to become more humble, to become more like Christ, uh, then then we're we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Well, um, do you have anything else you want to add? Or no, I think I'm about good. Um, okay, uh, I'm looking forward to to next week, and yeah, um, as we continue to work on ourselves, we'll yeah. continue to to bring y'all more content. <laughs> that's that's the goal. And you know, if if you have any any thoughts on what you'd like us to talk about, if there's any series that you want us to do, if um, you know, if there's anything that you want us to, to mention, just let us know. Uh, you send us an email or a uh, Facebook message or whatever, and, and we will make sure to, to get back to you. Um, but we, we really do appreciate you listening. Uh, we do ask for just one more minute of your time, and you can see how you can help us out. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, Look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a... An opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store uh, via Kim's Closet, and you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes, and we just hope that you will that you'll reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it, and that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.